we are started. All right, all right. We've shared it in all the groups. If you if you're watching this on YouTube or listening on uh, Apple, Apple Music, Spotify, Spotify, Google Play, yeah, Christian Mingle, Transistor, Transistor. All shout out to Transistor for real, yeah, for um giving us the opportunity to do this podcast and to own our podcast because yeah. you guys use an anchor, you don't own your podcast and you don't own the intellectual property and, and it's bad. It's like me and a rapper that don't own his masters. Mm-hmm. Like you, you want ownership, especially at this level. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's get it cracking. It's a pod name Kickback Dog. It's like a tribe called Quest. You, you say, say it, it all together. together. <laughs> I like that they got that shit yesterday, yeah, yeah. too. They immediately got that. We'll, we'll tell you who they are <laughs> exactly. in a second. Exactly. Let's go ahead and introduce it. Yep. Um, welcome to a pod named Kickback, also known as the Black CNN and the Revolution. Will be televised. I'm no breaks new to righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I catch it. If you got it, I match it. Every Monday, we right back at it. I feel fantastic. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek representing NWA. Nerds with attitude. Happy Monday, everybody. Fish <laughs> Monday. Oh. <laughs> you got yeah. the speakers to There's a lot going on. A lot going on. <laughs> Let go in stereo. Yeah, we almost got some new hosts going on. Right. What up, Meek? Right up. Um, and Meek, we, we met uh some of Meek's folks, Mecca uh-huh. from the Color Cash, the Cash Color Cannabis. Yes. I know I said that all wrong. Yeah. My bad, bro. It's, yeah. it's uh, blame JB. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Meek, type, me. Meek, type the name of their podcast. Yeah, we want to get that exactly right. right. We want to get that exactly right. Good look, good homie. Um, I mean, just a good time. You know? we, we were at uh, Jade's event. You mm-hmm. guys remember Jade, the erotic storyteller? Yep. She's been on our podcast, and we've done a lot of a few, quite a few events with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She um. We uh, taped the episode of her podcast mm-hmm. yesterday. Yep. JB and I were invited. We went out. Um, so Mel O'Mill, who used to be on um, Kickback, um, she was there. Well, we invited her. She came. Um, and a couple other people. And Jay's podcast is about sex. Mm-hmm. So we went out in our sex bag yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we mm-hmm. had to talk about a, quite a few things. Um, anything stand out to you, JB? Well, um, first Hold of on. all, it's, I, I said it right. It's Cash Color Cannabis Podcast. Okay. Shout out to them. Yeah, indeed. Um, I actually, shout out to Jay because the podcast was really, really polished, new. I could tell she had a vision and a direction for the podcast. It was really, really well orchestrated, well moderated by her. The topics were hot. The flow was good. The guests were popping. Like it was, it was just well done. You know what I'm saying? And so that is the biggest, that is the biggest thing that I noticed about the show, new. Yeah, Jade, Jade is is she's a businesswoman. Right. So I, I definitely agree with that, JB. Um, I like the location. Mm-hmm. Urban Market Plaza. Uh yeah, Urban Urban Market Plaza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them, brothers and sisters that own that. Mm-hmm. Support black business. Indeed. Um, and uh we talked about a lot of different things dealing with sex. I think um there was something that we, we talked about, what was it? 
porn. Yeah, she she, she asked the icebreaker question, new, and, okay. and it was and it was if your sex life were a porn category, which porn category would it be? Oh yeah, <laughs> we, we you know we had some crazy answers. Very well, well, specific. for every question, <laughs> right? But um, right. for this one, um, JB, t- tell them what you said. I tell them what I, I said. I said I said that mine would be uh, prone bone compilations. Now, for those of you who don't know what prone bone is, that's when when a woman lies down uh, uh, flat on her belly and her legs are closed and the man climbs on top of her and straddles her and inserts and yeah, yeah. Prone bone. That, so, That's yeah. probably the worst visual ever. <laughs> How is he doing, JB? I, I, think, I think you got the point across. Um, but um, one of the things that the lady said when I brought that up, they was like, well, first of all, describe it because nobody knew what the position was called. What was the dude's name? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, Mecca, Mecca was like, yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> right, right. Which means that he had clearly been watching quite uh, a bit of uh, it. Anyway, um, but then all the ladies were like, oh, shit. That's the joke that gets you right to the G spot, and I was like, "Duh, yeah." <laughs> anyway, so that was what I. We called you freak nasty. Oh come on, man! How does that make? Anyway, um, so um, new, so new. What it, what was your answer to that question? Because yours was intriguing as yeah, well. Mine was ebony amateur orgasm. <laughs> Squirt, <laughs> um, because it's about our current sex life, right? Right, and, right. And, and yeah, a lot of sheet washing and towels and covers, mattress covers. It's a yeah. lot going on. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot going on. Sheet changing and yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It can get messy, but all good things. All good, all good things. things. All good things. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Jay for having a fancy. No, I was just gonna say for having a fantastic show, but go ahead and dime out. You know when we're expecting to see that. I believe it's this week. Mm-hmm. I know she has a cameraman. I know he's editing footage, mm-hmm. but I believe it will be out this week, and we'll 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 post. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll post get the you tag guys the information. And, yeah, make sure that you guys are able to uh, watch that because it, it was it was, was videotaped. She had a cameraman there. She mm-hmm. all fancy. You know, we we record our video on phones. Yeah, on a tripod. But like, I wish I could show you like the phone is on a tripod. It, we got the lights and shit. I'm gonna show y'all when the podcast is over. It's pretty. It's pretty yeah. professional. Yeah, we're yeah. we're, we're, we do we're our professional. Thing. We do our yeah. thing. We do mm-hmm. our thing. You mm-hmm. dig? You dig? Mm-hmm. So let's get into these topics. Look, look at me. Why are you rolling your eyes, me? You don't like squirting? Okay, whatever. Well, no. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I better nigga does though. <laughs> <laughs> we can get on nigga. Me, me, an old maid. Oh lord. <laughs> but um, let's see. So, oh, oh, my favorite uh, categories. My left stroke just went viral. Our viral story of the week. Mm-hmm. Now, this ain't one of my favorite topics. No. But the viral story is always good because I'm always on Facebook arguing with people. Right. Discussing. Y'all were arguing like shit over Yeah, this, this one. JB's cousin from D.C. named Tank was on Angela Yee's lip service. Cousin. At all. They, they they both look alike. Hold up, do you sing? Yes or no? Yes or no? Do you sing, JB? That does not make that means your cousins. That, that means your. It absolutely does. No, it does not. Hold up, do you sing? Yes or no? Am I related? Do you to sing? Ta- do you sing? Am I related? Can I get a Can I get a Can I get a related to Taylor Swift? Can I get a clear yes or no? Am I? Am I related? Am I related to Taylor Swift? Might be. 
Shut up. This, this tank sink. <laughs> this tank sink. We both sing. All that right, Jimmy Cousins. That what, makes you cousins. Whatever, man. Just go get to the topic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was JB's first cousin tank. Whatever. Come on, y'all. We call y'all him TB. Um, Come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he the wanks the freak. What? Okay. All right, um. <laughs> this asshole. Yeah. So, Debbie First Cousin was on Answer the Yee's podcast. And they were, I mean, I, to be fair, it was a very involved discussion. It wasn't just mm-hmm. about uh, homosexual sex. He was basically saying, one of the girls said that she dated a dude who lied to her twice. And now he's a liar. She won't deal with him. Right. And he's like, just because somebody does something twice doesn't make them that thing. And they were like, what if a guy robbed a bank twice? Is he a bank robber? He's like, no, not that not at two times. Well, what if he killed somebody? Does that mean he's a killer? Not at two times. And so Angela Yee goes, what if he sucks two dicks? And Tank goes, he's not gay. He maybe he tried one. He wasn't sure if he liked it. Tried it again. And decided he didn't like it, so he's not gay. And I immediately was like, I want to call bullshit. Not that I'm saying Tank is gay because that's JB Cousin. I don't want to dis- disrespect him. So I'm not even worried about whether that Tank is gay. And on, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's your family. Um, but this is the thing. On Facebook, everybody was getting mad at Tank calling him gay or getting mad at people for saying he was gay. Taking shit out of context. And that wasn't even my issue with it. Mm-hmm. My issue was with, literally with what he said. Right. Um, because to me, to try a homosexual act, you've had to think about it. And if you thought about it, I, I, this is what I said yesterday. You could have never done anything gay in your entire life. Right. Ever. Right. But if you're thinking about it, to me, you gay. Just because you suppress it don't mean you're not gay. You, you, you thinking about it, you're gay. you just fighting it or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that, new. First of all, let me, let me go back a second. Um, Tank could have made his point without saying that. And one of the yeah. things that you informed me of later on is that he actually doubled down. He was like, yeah, y'all bullshitting and calling me gay. I'm not gay, uh, whatever. But that is totally outside the point I was making. The point that he was making is a man who lies twice shouldn't be categorized as a liar. And then the women turned it into other things that you can categorize based on two actions. Mm-hmm. Robbing somebody, mm-hmm. murdering somebody sucking two dicks those things make you a doer of specific yeah. things you're, you're, you're doing you're yeah. a doer you're, yeah, you're, you're like, doing like, like, you're doing lying is something that is prevalent across all of humanity though you cannot equate lying with those things first of all First of all, let me make that point. Second of all, second of all, <laughs> this nigga is. The people listening to us, they have no idea what's going on. Like, why are they laughing? <laughs> I'm, I'm just acting an ass with sign language, like y'all. Or at least bi. Or pan. You're not straight. You're not heterosexual, is my point. First of all, thank you. Um, if you, like, heterosexual men don't think like that, young. Like, they're, they're, like, there's only one dick that's a part of my life, and it's mine. I'm not thinking about nobody else's dick. I'm not contemplating. No, like, it's not a part of my paradigm. 
And it gets frustrating when all of these other community members try and make the penis a part of the heterosexual male paradigm when it just isn't, you know? Yeah, real talk. Anyway, let me grab the other mic because shit is crazy. I'll hold it down while you're gone, JB. Don't you worry. So, um, yeah, I think once you go there, me said, <laughs> she said, get him. But then she said, um, she called Tank, said, Tussy Roll, how many licks to a throat, dick face ass, sugar tank? <laughs> <laughs> and don't be, don't be, uh, what's he called? Don't, don't, don't uh, sexuality shame me. There's nothing wrong with a nigga sucking dick. Uh, it's yes, there straight is. If you do it, <laughs> nah, nah, let them live. Come on, yeah. Hey, they want to suck dick, they can suck dick. It has yeah. nothing to do with me. Yeah, well, now that I, is entirely true. It. It is absolutely that, that nothing wrong absolutely with a man true. sucking dick. It's absolutely but nothing you wrong with it. can't say you're straight Thank you. if you're doing it. Thank you. Thank you. That's there, my issue. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being gay or bisexual either, you know. But, nope. but it is what it is. We're not going. We're not going to call a heart a spade, you know. That's just right. not what's. That's right. not what's popping. And and, and and that's what I think Tank was trying to do. And, right. and I'm curious to see what you guys think. I think that if you, are, I say it. I say it again. You don't even have to do it. Right. If you're thinking about it, I think that makes you at least buy. Yeah, because again, it's just not it's just not a part of the male heterosexual sexual existence. Like it's just not a part of what we do. I mean, and you can call it homo like you can't really call that homophobia. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't need to I don't need to have to try everything I don't like. You feel me? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm gonna take my word for it, and I'm gonna say I, I don't think I like it. Yeah, I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, I'm, 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 I'm allergic to cats, so I don't like to be around cats. Like, call, call it a, call it a, a sociological allergy. I'm allergic to penises. Like, I, I'm just not like I'm. Not, I don't need them in my life at all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, Crystal said it sounds like a double standard. What's the double standard, Crystal? We're gonna wait for you. I'm gonna wait for you to respond. You tell me what the double standard is. Because yeah. I, I don't see the double standard. I clearly said it's anybody's right to explore their own sexuality however they choose. You just can't be explorative and say you're straight. That, that's all I'm saying. I don't, and I say the same thing to women. Right. If you're ladies, if you're eating pussy, there's nothing wrong with yeah. eating pussy. You're I, bisexual. I, I, love, I love the taste. Right. You're, you're bisexual, pansexual, or, or lesbian. Yeah. Yeah, you I mean, know, and there's nothing wrong with that, and there's nothing, nothing wrong with being in a relationship with a bisexual woman either, um, or, or with two bisexual women in a V or in a triad kitchen table party. I love it. I'm always single. <laughs> this guy, this guy. Shout out to the Q. Indeed. Um, well, new. We need to move along right now to. Yeah, I, wanted a, to I wanted to get give Crystal a okay. chance to respond. Okay, let's I'll wait tell, a second. I'll tell you what we'll do. Okay. Since I want to switch around a little bit, okay, because what Tank said was kind of stupid, right? And he should have gotten the show stupid award, <laughs> okay? Here we but go. But since he didn't get right, it, because right. they had to give it to somebody else, right? Right, let's move on to so, our, yeah, yeah, our Orange 45 Shut Up Stupid Award. We got two two winners this time. Yeah, JB and Tank's family started a business. <laughs> Um, I wish tampons called always. I wish Procter and Gamble. <laughs> I wish I was a part of that, one of those families. You okay. know, <laughs> okay. Ahead. Meek just chimed in. I think most men who are curious about the same sex 
get anxiety when people label them as gay, even though they engage in same-sex activities. I would agree with that, Meek. Um, it's definitely Because I always think that the one nigga who's like, I'm not gay. I'll never be gay. I'm like, yo, you're gay for real. Like, you're, you're, you're too, it's too much. You're, you're too trying to prove you're not gay. That, that is like a red flag. I'm like, well, that nigga gay. Because I'm not gay and I don't have to yell about it or scream about it. I don't have to get mad about it. I don't have to make a big deal about it. It just is what it is. But when niggas is, I'm like, oh, you're a bottom, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Crystal Chimes said, that's where I think the double standard comes in. Uh, Crystal, baby, I'm trying to uh, get to the root of what you're saying. Please elaborate um, on your point. The expectation and stigma associated with bisexuality in men versus with women. Yes. Okay. Okay. That is a double standard. There we go. But yes. that, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm speaking to. Right. But I will agree. You are right. Yes. Because when a, a woman's bisexual, everybody loves it. Yep. Man bisexual. Everybody now, hates yeah, it. Yeah. But nowadays, I, I've met quite a few women who say they watch gay porn. And I'm in this poly group um, on Facebook where women have said that their ideal dynamic is the one woman with two bisexual men. So even that is changing. And then women, what the fuck transgenders? They're like... Two women literally said this to me. You get titties and a dick. And I was like, wow. Oh, well, go get your titties and dick. Knock so yourself even out. that's changing. Knock but I yourself do agree, out. Um, it's not changing, I guess, progressively enough. So, right. first two, I think you're right. Yeah. There is a double standard. We're, we're not perpetuating that double standard. Absolutely not. I don't Absolutely. care what you I, I'm supporting everybody as long as you're safe. And everybody's yeah. Willing. I mean, you I'm do everybody. Do 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 you like do you in the privacy of your own home? Whatever, whatever you want to do, just don't just don't put your paradigm on me. Don't don't try and la- label me based on what I'm doing or what I'm not doing. Our labels, period. Like um, JB's family business always tampons is trying to do. Segway, segway. Yeah, this is a so, bullshit story. Tell, tell them what story. your family's doing. Oh, Lord. Procter & Gamble. Um, Procter & Gamble has decided to change the labeling on all of their tampon and menstrual product packets, removing the female sign. And again, those of you who are, you know, don't know, the female sign is the one with the perfect circle at the top and then the line going down and then the cross in between, right? It is the sign of Venus. The, the, worldwide female sign it's been on their packaging for decades now they have decided to remove that based on the influence of a male blogger activist new this guy apparently emailed uh procter and gamble tweeted about his concerns and his issues with the sign of venus being on these menstrual products and how it would offend the transgender community new Okay, I want to stop you right there, JB. Can you tell me how it would offend them? I don't see how they would be offended. Very good question, New, because no, it would not. Because when you are transitioning, it's particularly in that direction, right? When you are going from male to female, I always thought that a part of the movement was that you identified yourself as female. So you are a non-female trapped in, I mean, you are a female trapped in a non-female's body, right? So why would you have 
any issue whatsoever with the sign of Venus being on products that you have now gone through therapy and hormonal therapy and transitional surgery and transitional therapy and rehabilitation to even be able to use. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then even went to the trouble of, of trying to make me call you a woman. So, which I'm struggling with. If, <laughs> um, but even after that, you don't want the woman symbol, which you have now, you've embraced becoming a woman or being a woman and, and, and outwardly being seen as a woman because you've always felt you were a woman, just not labeled or assigned that. So now you've gone through the, uh, the process, like JB said, of now having your gender be assigned right. um, or reassigned, and you're a woman but you have a problem with the woman symbol on the a product that you would use as a woman. It is it is hypocrisy at the high on the highest level of order because let's let's keep this in mind, guys. This isn't just a social movement. This isn't oh, just wait, an wait, activist wait. Okay. movement. Are we getting new information? Yeah, Crystal said, and Crystal, our new field correspondent, she said the issue is the transition in the other direction when women become men. I don't know how that's the issue because if you're if you felt like you've always been a man and then you had a surgery to become a man and be assigned a man, why do you care what's on the? Pro oh, wait a minute. Do women that transition to men still have periods? Mm-hmm. While they're oh, women, absolutely. Well, no. Once they become men. Oh, I don't. I don't even. Can somebody know how answer that, that? I don't because even know the, how that they would become work. A, yeah, can't, would you realize the dick? No, yeah, I, no, you can't. No, no, I can't. No, they remove all of that, all of those organs. So you, it requires so a uterus to menstruate. So that, so it, that doesn't make sense either, Crystal. Either way, because if you're a woman that transitions to a man and you no longer have a period, why are you even looking at always okay, tampons? So, uh, so I, I think, I think I get the point, but however, I disagree with it. I think the point is that these women. Well, she said they still have periods. Oh Lord, that is. Oh, while they're transitioning. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. That's okay, what I okay. thought. So they're still a woman, but they feel as though they are a man trapped in a woman's body. Thus, they have an issue with the symbol because they don't. They feel like they are a man going to buy those products that now have a woman's label on it. I still don't think that this is an issue because the product is associated with biological processes that only happen in female bodies. So whether you whether you feel as though mentally or whatever you are a man or not, you cannot deny that you have a female body because that is the trap that you have yourself said that you are in right now that you are trying to get out of, right? So I, I don't understand. I, I don't. I don't understand. I, I still don't understand the objection to this being a feminine product because uh, yeah, I agree, JB. Because in looking at it, it's like if you are in the transit. I don't think it's that big a deal. I think you could put the feminine symbol on my favorite vodka. I'm going to drink it. It's just not that big a fucking deal. Number one. So what, what, what do you what do you what do you want there? Nothing there. Do you want a, a transitioning symbol? It's like, God damn, it's like you give a nigga instant one a foot, give him a foot to one a mile, give him broke to one be a goddamn cowboy. It's like, it's too much. Um, and I think we got bigger things to worry about than this fucking symbol on a tampon box. I would argue, and again, like, I, can't, I can't speak for them, new, but I would argue, and in fact, they said this themselves, 
um, in the article, they have bigger fish to fry than this. They're not worried about this. What the transgender community has overwhelmingly said is that this is this one guy who did this one thing on his own. This is not something that the transgender community or the political machine behind the transgender movement is checking for. They're not like, they had basically no response to what happened. They were just kind of like, whatever. I wore the perfect shirt because we're going to have about four of these topics today. Right. I'm just going to stand up and say, breaking news. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. That's real. That's real. And we don't care. And apparently the real transgender community doesn't care either because the dude who actually did all of this is an activist. He's actually not a transgender person. He is a guy who decided he was going to speak on the well, rest of the community. And, and we decided that he's going to shut the fuck up. So you yeah. won the Donald Trump. There shut it the is. fuck up, stupid award. Indeed. Shut the fuck up, stupid. Shut up. Moving on, y'all. Um, oh, shit. JB's stepfather. Oh, this Donald guy. Trump. Or- Orange 45. Um, <clears throat> now, you guys know that he is always... Uh, promoting himself as the deal maker, as the as the businessman, the consummate business professional, this, that, and the third. Well, an analysis came out recently um, that shows that in terms of the federal government, his deals have been trash. Like everything that he has done in terms of foreign policy has only weakened the the United States negotiating position. He couldn't even get ASAP Rocky out of jail. (laughs) Right. What the fuck? Um, So this is interesting because basically they're saying that the great deal maker is full of shit and he can't make deals on behalf of the federal government because everything that he has done recently has weakened our position. North Korea, Turkey, Afghanistan, Russia, All of these moves where he's pulling troops out of these locations are lessening and lowering our uh, our influence and also destabilizing those regions because it's allowing terrorist organizations to step in and take control new. Mm. These are horrible, horrible deals for the federal government that the, quote, deal maker is making. Here's the 401. Did I say that correctly? 411. Yeah, 411. I'm a little J- drunk. Debbie, Debbie, shout out all our people in Baltimore, the 401. No, they 410. Yeah. What's 401? 401 is like New Jersey somewhere. I just fucked that up. Shout out to everybody in the 401. <laughs> you know, don't call 401 when you need information. You call 411. Four, here's the Mary four. Mary J. Blige will give you the 411. <laughs> What's the 411? The 411 is that. These are deals, in fact. They are just not deals on behalf of the American government or America. They are deals on behalf of Donald Trump. Case in point, there is a Trump Tower under construction in Russia now, in Moscow So maybe some deals are being made, y'all. Let's just keep it a buck and keep our eye on what this crooked motherfucker is doing. Because he's fucking our country, but he's trying to line his own pockets. It just is what it yeah, is. Yeah, and he's looking crazy because he's pulling out of countries. He's starting shit, pulling out without getting any results. And everybody's looking like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. You look like a fucking amateur. This is like amateur night at the Apollo. This is not amateur ebony orgasm squirt. This is just amateur shit. It's just amateur shit. Yeah, it's... it's he's an amateur president. 
Yeah, I mean, it's bum, it's bum shit. His whole presidency has been a clusterfuck, and hopefully um, by Thanksgiving we will start uh, proceedings for impeachment and get him up out of there. Yeah, we ain't got time for these clusterfucks. They leave you foobarred. <laughs> JB, I'll give you a, 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 a nickel if you can tell me what football stands for and what movie it came from. I have no idea. I have no idea. Anybody knows the answers to where football came from? It's no an 80s idea. movie. No idea. Well, Sylvester Stallone and the white guy, Kurt Russell, I think, were in a movie called Tango and Cash. And they said that somebody was foobard. And foobard is fucked up beyond all recognition. You remember that at all? I do remember that. Hey. I love that movie, Tango and Cash. Yes, and you got the actors perfect. It was Sylvester Stallone and Kurt I'm on my shit today, JB. Yeah. You see me, that JB? Joke, I'm on that my show was great. That was great. <laughs> I love that movie. Okay, FUBAR. That's what's up. I actually never used that term because I didn't know what the fuck it was. But. Chris would say, you know, Chris thinks you know everything. Chris, yeah. I'm so tired of you. You are not going to get an A on this test, okay? Okay? Don't be a teacher's pet. Let the other students answer. Chris, Chris was in class like this every day. Yeah. Any, yeah. Anyone know what 2 plus 2 is? Yeah. Who did the homework assignment? Who did the extra homework? I'm just yeah. fucking with you, Chris. Thank you. We love when y'all interact with us. So thank you so much. Appreciate you. I'm just teasing. That's sorry, oh. Crystal. Gangster geeks raise their hand. You know, it's okay. She's a gangster geek. I, I mean, she sounds like it. Yeah. One day we got to divide our audience between gangster geeks and righteous ratchets. Yeah! And see who dope. was who. See <laughs> who was who. Dom that out right now. Right now. Put your comment in. Put your yeah. comment in. Which one are you? Are you a gangster geek, geek or a righteous, righteous ratchet? ratchet? Yeah. Figure that shit out. Yeah, that's going to be We're going to give y'all, if you're a righteous ratchet, I'm going to give you five orgasms. If you're a gangster geek, JB gonna give you five books. Sure. <laughs> Great. I'm I'm just glad I'm not signing up for five orgasms because uh, nigga, <laughs> give some niggas righteous ratchet. You gotta make some calls. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh Lord. I'm gonna get one of them one of them jade toys. And, 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 line but, up, ladies. Line, line up, line up. Like, like, like the hysteria line. Yeah. Come see the doctor. <laughs> right. We all got hysteria. I'll right. fix it. That's a dope, that's a dope factoid, by the way. Anyway, I'm not gonna digress into that. Well, see, Chris says she is a gangster geek. Hey! <laughs> Uh, if you're a gangster geek, then you don't need my five books, right? You got to give her five book recommendations. Five book recommendations? We, we can both give her recommendations. Sure. I'll, I'll recommend the four agreements. Guns, Germs, and Steel. Uh, the Alchemist. The Quran. Mm. Jay Prince, uh, the, the Art and Science of Respect. Uh... That's five, right? Is that? Well, she said, no way. I want the five O's. I got enough books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't mad at that. Oh. I ain't, she's a gangster geek. I ain't, that's the perfect response for a gangster geek. I love that shit. Yo, shout out to Crystal. Uh, and if y'all don't wonder why we're talking to Crystal so much, because we do, we record the show live on Facebook. Right. So if you're watching on YouTube, you're like, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't see anything. If you're listening on Spotify, Christian Mingle, or Apple, you're like, who are they talking to? Right. We record the show live on Facebook, and you can follow it live on Facebook mm -hmm. at, what's the name of the show, JB? A pod name kickback, 
nigga. You just put the at sign in front of it, at upon name keep back on yep. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh Christian Mingle. Yeah. Um Black men who love pussy. Like we're on all those sites. Just log in. <laughs> um Yeah. So all right. I do want to do a rest in peace. So we gotta get a little serious. Um, rest in peace to Cupcake. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I don't even want to get into the gory details of the story, but um, JB, really quickly, can you let them know what happened? Yeah, um, uh, a little girl, a little toddler was found missing. Um, she and another toddler stepped out uh, from a birthday party. The, the, the people who were watching all of the kids don't know why the two little ones stepped outside, but, in, but at any rate, they stepped outside. Um, one, of the little girl, uh, one of the little toddlers, Cupcake, um, was taken, abducted. And a manhunt has been ongoing since October 12th. Unfortunately, God forbid, she was found in a dumpster yesterday. Um, A dumpster just outside of the apartment complex uh, where they were having um, the birthday party. Um, So they had looked and looked and looked everywhere, hoping that the child was just missing. Um, So, you know, prayers go up for the family and the bereaved because this is just a terrible, terrible tragedy. Absolutely, man. Um, Prayers up, positive energy, sending love and light your way. Mm -hmm. I really don't have nothing else. Um, Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, yeah. let's, Let's give a moment of silence and then we'll move on. So... On everybody, where you are, we're going to do this together on the count of three. One, two, three. All right, let's get back to the show. Indeed, indeed. And let's, and let's, and let's swing this in a, in a positive direction, New. Let's get on to our Nipsey Hustle Award for this week. And it goes Black to... Black Excellence. Yes, indeed. It goes to uh, JB's nephew, Gucci Mane. I'll take that one. Yeah, I'll take... <laughs> Finally, I get a good one. Finally, I get a good one. Yeah, Gucci Mane uh, did an interview with Charlemagne the God. And... Um, yeah, well, let, let me let me give you the back the yeah, go the story. That, do that. So, yeah. we know... Everybody knows Gucci was on the Breakfast Club, alluded to, um, you know, flirting with Angela Yee and her trying to get some dick from him. And then she denied it, and then he posted a clip that showed her flirting with him, which doesn't mean she was trying to get dick. But she did admit, you know, she did say that, you know, you know what they say about Asian girls, like basically saying she could take his dick. He was right. saying, I got a big dick, you can't handle it. And she was like, I'm, I'm a little petite woman and I'm Asian, and you know what they say about us. So I could take it, basically. And I think that was maybe the end of it. He said she texted him asking what hotel he was in. Right. And he never really responded or whatever. But neither, that's not what I want to talk about today. Uh, when he did the interview with Charlamagne the God, the only thing that went viral was him saying, basically, fuck Angela Yee and fuck DJ Envy. And that was the viral story. That was the big takeaway for everybody. But it was an hour-long interview. It was an hour-long interview, and that was literally like 40 seconds, and it was right. the most insignificant 40 seconds right. of the whole video, JB. Right. Gucci's video with Charlamagne is one of the most inspirational interviews I've seen all 2019. And if I let you guys tell it, the only thing he talked about was DJ Envy and Angela Yee. He talked about learning to control his temper. Yep. I'm a nigga with a crazy temper, and I'm still struggling to try to control it. JB didn't try to help me. F didn't try to help me. Every girl I done dated tried to help me. I'm working on it. But Gucci said some shit in that interview that I think got through to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. <clears throat> I think I can get a little bit better handle on my fucking temper. What he said made a lot of fucking sense. 
he talked about his transformation. You know, everybody's saying he was a clone because he came out in shape and reading books. But you got to think, Gucci was just this wild-ass, crazy, drunk, high nigga. Right. That now totally changed his life. Healthy than a motherfucker. You know, um, eating good, working out, in shape. He's a model now. Right. He's reading books. He's yeah. written a book. Um, he totally transformed his life. And he talks about his temper. He talks about rehabilitation. Talks about being in jail. Talks about going to therapy. Talks about having a good woman to hold him down. Right. And, um, right. Um, a, couple, a couple of things that, well, one thing in particular new that jumped out at me was when he talked about the transformation of kicking all of the bad habits that were associated with his previous life and what that transformation was. And he said straight up, it started in jail. You know, it started with therapy and counseling. And, you know, I mean, in jail, there were, I mean, he, there were just no drugs there, you know, so he, it just what it wasn't a thing for him, right? Um, but then he talked about what happened during probation and how he stuck with the program, being clean of the drugs and dealing with the bullshit. How he changed his associations and how that hurt him socially, you know, emotionally, because he's his family, his friends that he's rocking with. And he can't really be around them because you know they're. They he can't felt, be around felons well, because I mean, he was on probation. He couldn't so he be. He literally couldn't be around. Them. Right, right. That, yeah, absolutely true. But I mean, that that whole thing, you know, because the drug use and everything kind of went along with that package, right? But then the thing that stuck out to me the most new was how he talked about when probation was over. He was like, "I just need to keep doing what I was doing." Mm -hmm. Like, um, and to me, that stuck. That that drove home a really, really important point. Bad habits are habit forming. Good habits are habit forming. All you yep. need to do to change your life is not think about how insurmountable removing an addiction or getting in shape or eating healthy is. All you got to do is do it one day at a time until you form a habit. Because habit formings are life molding. Was I, I had a routine that was working. Right. And I stuck with the routine. Exactly right. And that registered to me like um, for those who you who are Following my weight loss journey, as I try to lose this ankle weight, I call it ankle weight because I broke my ankle and couldn't work out, couldn't run. So I got fat, I got chubby. So as I'm trying to lose this ankle weight, I went to Owens Theory right. uh, Saturday, and it's hell week, which means it's the most intense classes. And it felt good. There was a bunch of people around. I, I said I was with the the uh, the Real Housewives of Dunwoody because <laughs> it's a bunch of uh, look like housewives, you know, 40 year old white women in there working out and shit. And um, I was right there with him um, going through all the processes of Orange, third, Orange Theory. And um, it is about a routine. Yeah. Because he said, you know, I, I found a routine that kept me out of trouble. And I'm thinking, like, if you set a schedule, which I, I'm good at, which is when I, I'm my most successful, is when I make a schedule. Like, right. literally, I wake up at 6, go right. to work out at 6.15, go to take a shit at 6, you know, whatever. When I literally map my day out, I'm my most successful. And I haven't been doing that too much lately. And it kind of struck me that that's what Gucci said. This has been his secret. Yeah. I made a routine. It kept me out of trouble, so I'm sticking to it. Yep, yep. I got an app for you, actually. I downloaded it today. Um, it's like a workout planner app. And the way it works is you can design your own custom workout. You know, and for me, it was, it was push-ups, pull-ups, um, crunches, knee raises, and a 15-minute run. 
So basically, that's like a 20 to 25 minute workout. But you can set the reps, the sets, what you you know, what time, you know, your times. So, you know, let's say you want to run for 20 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever. You can set that and then you literally press go and it takes you through the workout. There's a voice that mm. takes you through the workout, like 10 reps in this set now. And then you hit done and it's like, good job. Now on to the next one. Okay. And it. And you can set it to a schedule, and it'll give you calendar entries in your schedule. So it'll set alarms for you. And you can set well, the alarms to be 15 minutes before you need to start your workout. So let's say you want to work out at 6 6.15 a.m. every morning. You can set a daily reminder. Do your daily workout, and it'll wake you up. And then you hit that jump and then get started. So it's it's really, really tight. But yeah, they, they, you know, habit forming. Putting yourself in a position where you can do the same good things for your body, your mind, and your soul every single day is what I learned from that interview. And it was dope, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Mm -hmm. Shout out mm -hmm. to Gucci. I know he, he, a little bit of backsliding with his vitriol for Angela Yee yeah. and DJ Envy. But yeah. overall, he seems to be doing a lot of good things. and. I, I thought he was deserving of the Nipsey Hustle Award. Indeed, indeed. Someone else that is deserving of the Nipsey Hustle Award. Doing great things. Is Lyft. Mm -hmm. um, and for the guys that don't know, I drive for Lyft from time to time. When I, when I need some pocket change, some extra money, I, I, I don't like driving, but I love meeting people. I love getting around Atlanta. So I like it, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud to uh, work for them sometimes because of what they're doing now. Absolutely. Dude. Lyft has instituted a program where they will take you to job interviews for free. And if you get the job, you get three weeks of free rides back and forth to work. That's fucking amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. That is that absolutely is, phenomenal. That is, that's, that's fucking great. I, I, I only liken it to like, I, um, I used to, I had a job, um, where, where we used to get the cars washed at? Oh, that's uh, Roswell? Yeah. I was yeah. Right, right, on, right on that street. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a dry cleaner. Yeah. And the dry cleaner has a sign that says, if you have an interview job interview, we will dry clean your interview outfit for free. That's what's up. Basically, if you go in there and say I have a job interview, they will dry clean the outfit for you for free. That's that's and that's I, dope. And I always thought that was dope. You know what I'm saying? I always mm -hmm, thought that because mm -hmm. whenever I draw past it, I'd be like, I, I want to give them my business just because they're doing such a nice thing for people. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but this reminds me of that. Mm -hmm, but this mm -hmm. is bigger. This is this is bigger than that. It's but, huge. Um, this is so great, yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's paint a picture, young. Let's say, let's say, you know, you lost your job two or three uh, months ago, and your bread is fucked up. Your car has problems, and your car won't go right now. Or let's say your money is so fucked up that that gas money going back and forth to that interview is going to be crazy, and it's going to yeah. be even crazier if you get the job. Let's say mm -hmm. the job is a half an hour I've away. I've definitely been in that position where yeah. I got a job that was so far, and it was like. I need this job. How the fuck am I going to get this? So what we're talking about here is we're talking about potentially like somewhere around between, you know, 40 and and $100 that they're going to be able to do to, you know, kick you over that edge a little bit. Yep. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Your first three rides to work, that might be a half a tank of gas, dude. You know? Like, well, even if you... Weeks. Three well, that's yeah, three that, rides, then that's three then that's at least then so that's, that's at, fifteen days. Yeah, so that's at least three tanks of gas. Then that's that that takes it to close to like hundred fifty dollars that they're giving up to get you over the hump. Mm 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's just good money. Like that's just a good thing. Like it'll 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 help so many people. New shout out oh, to yeah. Lyft for doing such a wonderful thing. For Hell yeah, for, man! Shout out to Lyft. And if you're lucky and you're in the Atlanta area, and it's a Thursday night, you might wind up in my Lyft. <laughs> get in my lift. <laughs> you gonna get the drift if you get my drift. And yeah. No, actually no, because that's sexual harassment. You won't do that. Um, but <laughs> shout out to Lyft. Yeah, shout out to Lyft and where New was going with that ill-played transition <laughs> was to our Netflix and chill segment. You know what I'm saying? You could get some Netflix and chill once you get in the lift and get a thrill. You know the deal, pill. <laughs> He is trying to emulate <laughs> our cover Netflix and Chill story, the movie Dolomite, hey! um, written, produced uh, by Eddie Murphy. Um, it is, this is was released on Netflix, news, so it's right. available on Netflix, um, and it's gonna be a, it, it's a good watch, dude. Like it's yeah. it's well worth checking out, especially those of you in our community who grew up hearing about, knowing about, watching those old Dolomite movies. You know what yeah, I'm saying? All the black exploitation movies, The <laughs> Mac, yeah. Sheba, Hell Up in Harlem. Mm -hmm. You know all those movies. I, I'm a big black exploitation fan. Mm -hmm. Always have been. And it, it tripped me out when F said yesterday he was like, I didn't even know anything about those movies until I came over your house. I used to have these niggas watching all the old black exploitation movies. We were in high school um, 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, but this movie, Dolomite, is the true story of Rudy Ray Moore. Yes. The actor that played Dolomite. Yes. So this movie is telling his story. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people were like, I don't want to see Eddie Murphy remaking Dolomite. Dolomite wasn't that good a you know, movie. It was, it was corny karate. Remember we tried to do, do the fake karate? <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of episodes ago. Um, but this is the story of the of the actual actor Rudy Ray Moore's life story, and I think that makes it different. And everybody told me they loved it. I watched a little bit of it. We, we had a, a fellas night last night. We wound up playing Madden and 2K and UFC and the Wii and all that shit. And we wound up watching the movie for a little bit. I will finish it, and I'll give you my you know we'll give you a full review. Yeah, in depth review. But I think everybody yeah. needs to watch it. Um, because it's, it's a comedy. It's feel good. Snoop Dogg's in it. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And uh, it's talking about a historical figure that yeah. actually it has more importance in our culture than a lot of people give him credit for. Um, so, Godfather of rap, some people are calling him. Exactly. They're saying uh, H. Rap Brown, James Brown, and Dolomite. You know, mm -hmm. Those are the forefathers of rap. They, they Muhammad Ali doing those catchy bars, those you know, two-line bars you know, where they're rhyming, right. doing the right. dozens or whatever. And right. Rudy Ray Moore made a living doing that. And Big Daddy Kane actually did a song with Rudy Ray Moore. Yep. But they just did, you know, Rudy Ray Moore isn't a rapper. So they had a very slow beat. And they just went back and forth capping on each other and bragging about how great they were. And um, shout out to Big Daddy Kane for doing that. Absolutely. Shout out to Big Daddy Kane because that's what really got me into the black exploitation thing. That album was Taste of Chocolate. Came out about 1990, and I got obsessed with uh, black exploitation movies around 91. Um, so, and that was partially due to Big Daddy Kane. So, let's keep our history alive. There Absolutely. are black exploitation movies. Some of them are kind of like, oh my god. Yeah. And some of them are really powerful. The Mac is one of those that's yeah, really, really powerful. Indeed. Talks about the Black Panthers. Mm -hmm. Talks about pimp culture. Talks about when those two worlds collide. Do your history. Go look at some old black exploitation movies. You I mean. 
tailor your expectations. But you will be thoroughly impressed by, by quite a few of them. And yeah. the rest of them are at least funny. Yeah, most of them are, are fucking hilarious. But um, it, it's important to see that point in our culture and that point in our history. Because that was where, that for me, it, it exemplifies a time where buy black meant more than just a slogan. You know what I'm saying? Based yeah. on what was going on yeah. with our people. And this... This was the launch point, the pinpoint that started the black film industry. You know what I'm saying, New? Um, yep. So it's important to understand those roots, you know? Yeah, no Eddie Murphy, no Spike Lee, no John Singleton. Exactly. No Now Numan. None of those things JB without Frank, none of those things without the uh the Rudy Ray Moores and um, you know, the dude who played Shaft and um, Richard Roundtree. R- Richard Roundtree. Oh, there there was a Shaft remake. A decade or so ago, yes. with Sam Jackson. Yes, there was another one last year. Yes, there based was based in Atlanta. Yes, there I was. I watched it on Stars. Fucking good movie. Really? Okay. Good fucking movie. Okay. Okay. The stars the 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 black dude from the grown ish TV show that spin off of Blackish, and it was actually good. I didn't want to see it. I was like, I just didn't really have a desire to see a new Shaft, but they of course they modernized yeah. it, and um. That is really good. The the new Shaft movie yeah. came out last year, based in Atlanta. And remind um, me who good. was Black Coffee? That was Pam Greer. Yeah, oh, Pam, yeah. Pam, yeah. Greer. Pam Greer. You know, um, the I mean, these God are se- these are seminal iconic oh, no, 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 Black. Let, 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 let's stop for a minute. <laughs> One time for Pam Greer, Sheba Baby, <laughs> yeah, Foxy Brown, yeah, Black Coffee, gorgeous. All of those names. I watched all of those movies. I'm telling you, I, I'm a black exploitation nerd. <laughs> so yeah. I've seen them damn near all. <clears throat> um, um, and, and and it's just an important part of our history. Dolomite kind of brings that back for us. But we encourage you guys to go back and look at some of those films in a digital age. They're not actually hard to find, you know, and it's worth a true. quick look. There is a, fuck, there is a app. You know how you got Netflix? There's an app for all black movies. I had it for like a month or two. It's only like $3.99. Mm. Um, but then I just was like, I don't need, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, fuck. If I remember it, I will tell you, I'll tell you guys what it is. But mm-hmm. it's Netflix for like all black exploitation movies. That's what's that up. That shit is, you know, it got everything. Yeah, that's dope. That's um, dope. But I can't remember the fucking name. I, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find it. It's probably still on my phone. Um, Further in our Netflix and Show segment, new um, Carrie Washington's new movie. Uh, we got to catch that preview on Facebook. And it looks intriguing. It looks it's intense, nigga. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a biracial uh, Carrie Washington plays a mother with a biracial child, I guess. Yeah. And um, there's a situation with her son where now he's being held by the police. This is what the trailer gives you. Um, and it's just this whole weird dichotomy with her, you know. Basically trying to convey to these cops like how real this shit is. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it looks like they have her son. Yeah. But she doesn't know if he's been beaten up, if he's been killed, right? If he's in jail, if he's in a hospital, and the police aren't telling her shit. Right. Something went wrong with, with that traffic stop. Right. And she doesn't, you know, Sandra Bland, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Eric Donner. Exactly. Something happened. And she's like, I want to at least see my fucking son. Right. And they're like, uh, uh, uh. And then the rich, powerful white guy comes in. He's and the cop is like, yeah, this fucking bitch, nigger bitch, is over here pressing us out. He's like, oh yeah, well where, where is she? Then she walks into the room and she goes, well now that my ex husband's here, can you tell us? And the cop is like, right, 
ex-husband. Right. Ugh. Right. And now it gets real because now he's using his white privilege. Like, where the fuck my son? <laughs> right. That, that wasn't just a black boy, nigga. That was, that was white privilege. That's my son. He half white. Fuck is my son. And the cops are like, fuck. So, and they don't tell you what happened to the son or what condition he's in. And that's the whole thing in the movie. It's trying to see, get to the son. The shit looks intense. I'm yeah. loving it. I want to see it. Yeah. It's me too. high on my list. Me too. It's right up there with Queen and Slim. Yeah. Yeah. I the, mean, it looks. The, it, the Black Bonnie and Clyde mm-hmm, is right up there with mm-hmm, that movie mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. I got to see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got to say it again. We've talked about it before, but Godfather of Harlem, again, is a dope series. Hell I just yeah. wanted to dime that out one more time, dude, because I, I enjoyed all four episodes that I've seen thus far thoroughly. And, we, and so I got to dime out. The Wu-Tang series on Root. Hulu. <laughs> Nigga. We talked about it. The whole season is done now. They released it episode by episode, like a real, like a weekly TV mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. I watched every episode. And that and Godfather of Harlem are like my two, what I'm, I'm ranking them as the two best new shows Indeed. on TV for 2019. Indeed. The Wu-Tang show and Godfather of Harlem. I, I, I love them. Gotta catch that Wu Tang show, but I'm definitely with you on God. Gotta Father. watch that, dog. Yeah, yeah, it's on that my shit list. Crazy. It's on my list. I put it up there with Power, if not better. And, okay. Uh, and shout out to Power because today's episode, I'm not gonna tell you what happened because I know some of y'all are late um, and don't watch it at midnight or first thing in the morning like I do. But uh, I think I see how it's gonna end. Mm. And it's a lot of lot of lot of irons in the fire. I'm not gonna do any spoilers, mm. but like five, everybody, everybody's demise has been started. You can see the stop point of everybody's demise, and it doesn't look like any of them will get out of it. So we'll see who's able to get out of it. We'll see who doesn't. It's on winter break. I think it comes back in January. Okay. Today's episode was the last one of the year. And uh, I can tell you what, how, what what's happening. Ghost, Tommy, Tasha, Tariq, Ooh. Sax. Like, it's something happening to each of them. Okay. And they don't know about it. But the the... What was the irons are in the fire? What's that, what's that saying? I think that's it. Yeah, the irons are in the fire. So we're going to see how it plays out. Hey. Um, and that's our Netflix and Chill segment. Indeed, indeed. Let's move on to Earcasm right quick, new. Yeah. Uh, J- JB's twin brother, <laughs> Kanye West. Lord. Dropped guy. the album on Friday. A gospel uh... album. Uh, it was a follow up to JB's gospel album. <laughs> 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 Now, I did, now, in in all fairness, I did I did do a semi gospel album. It was all acapella stuff. It was years ago, but it wasn't this type yeah, of this shit part, though. This is part two. Nah, it wasn't this type um, of shit. I, I, I <laughs> tell you, I tell you the truth. I'll say it again. Breaking news. I don't care. Um, yeah. About Kanye's album, but I knew as a responsible journalist, podcaster. We had to at least try to listen to a couple songs. Yeah, and we did. And um, you know, as the as the self-espoused Christian on the show, I'm just gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I am not a fan of gospel rap or Christian rap. Um, and the main reason why is that I have never heard the depth of content and the depth of substance that I hear in traditional hip hop or regular hip hop. So you know, hip-hop across the board, whether it's gangster rap, trap music, whatever, it's got to have content for me. It's got to have yeah. 
it's got to have the essential elements of hip hop, right? Lyrics, delivery, flow, <laughs> a <Yep>. beat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And catchiness, right? Yep. Um, most Christian rap I've heard has neither of those things, none of those things. And Kanye's, the songs that I heard reflected that lack of content because it was basically him, uh, you know, shouting out a bunch of junior deacon expressions. Let the church say amen, you know, kind of <laughs> shit. Like, all right, my G, like, that's that's not hip-hop to me, so I, I'll, I'll whatever. Um, there was one song, it's called On God. I like the beat, but I like some of the lyrics. Um, people on Facebook were getting on me. I'm not a Kanye fan. Right. Oh, my God, you're not a Kanye fan? You've been missing out on music? I ain't missing shit. I don't like it. Nah. You can't miss what you don't like. Right. It's like saying, what, you ain't sucked a dick? You're missing out. I don't, I'm not tank. I don't want to do it. I don't nope. know what I'm not missing out. I'm not. I'm allergic to cats. I'm allergic to Kanye. Right. Um, <laughs> he's a cat. He pussy. But um, I will say that um, I heard a couple beats that were cool. One of the songs, every other, every the ending line is Jesus. So it's like, Jesus, we need you to give us food. Jesus, tell people not to be rude. Jesus, help us pay our rent. Jesus, all our money spent. Jesus and I was like, oh yeah, that's oh, that's man. better. That's, that's better flow. That's better flow than what I heard on the, on the shit <laughs> well, that I, I heard. I'm a retired rapper. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it, it was. It was. Any, anyway, you know, I mean, you know, whatever. That's that's all I gotta say. I mean, see, see his T-shirt. I can know. do right. Is there? I did see hear one song that I I would maybe reluctantly put on the partner and kickback playlist. Just so people can hear some shit, but I'm not really interested in supporting Kanye. So it, it, it's two things. I, I'm not a big fan of his music, and two, I don't want to support him. Yeah, I'm not a fan of him. Yeah, yeah. So, so it is what it is. But if if you do like good music, if you like good music, yeah, yeah. Oh, this, this guy. So music, <laughs> yeah, guy. yeah. Bringing up my old <laughs> shit now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Lou Ross. <laughs> By the way, that's from an old show I did when I was a teenager. This asshole bringing up my high school shit. Wasn't your brother right there in the front row cheering? You were definitely brother right, right there in the front row cheering. Yeah, right. It kind of helped. It kind of helped that all the fine ass girls oh, yeah, was in the uh, playmakers. Shout out to Karen Beverly, Sheba, Lee Powell. Mm -hmm. Not fuck Sheba. Sheba cheated on me. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Dad, mm -hmm. uh, Sharon, mm -hmm. Naya, mm -hmm. Allison, Keetra, mm -hmm. Kemba. Kemba. Oh, we were stacked back then, man. Yeah, the playmakers. <laughs> shout out to the playmakers, man. <laughs> indeed, um, indeed. Kelsey indeed. Collie. That's right. If it Mel wasn't for the playmakers and Melvin Kelsey Collie, Andrews. Melvin Andrews. Yes. If it wasn't for them, I would have never met JB. Indeed. We would have never met Coffee. We never would have met Shmi, which meant we never would have met F. And that's the five. That's our crew. Indeed. Thirty years of brotherhood. Yeah, all came from the playmakers. The playmakers. Yeah. So yep. shout out to the playmakers. Um, it was a children's theater group in D.C. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually the their elite component. Yeah. They had a children's theater group and then the elite component. Um, I was the first one in the five to make it to the elite component. Just want to put that out there. The first one. He was. Yeah. He was indeed. He was the first. Me was the second. I was the third. That is a fact. <laughs> and Coffee was the fourth. Yep. And F, F, F didn't have talent. F was never a Gilman, Gilman doesn't have any talent. He just knows how to push buttons behind the scenes. 
Don't tell him I said that, though. Don't tell him you said that? <laughs> really, nigga? <laughs> oh, he might be watching. <laughs> of course hey, he's watching. you know I'm playing? I'm crazy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Of course after he's watching. Sometimes I don't know. I just say stuff. It's, it's just, it be organic. It just comes through. This nigga got me um, coughing on clothes, smoking with <laughs> that bullshit. That's <laughs> that bullshit. Yeah, but check and, out that. And, and all of that happened back home in D.C. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, and of course. in D.C., Right now, the uh, Washington Nationals are in the World Series against the Houston Astros. Segway! Segway! Indeed, indeed. The World Series is actually, uh, Game 5 is happening tonight. Right now. It's on yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, the Nationals and the Astros. I mean, this Astros. is Monday morning we're recording. So it's not right. Sunday night. Right. Uh, happy Schmonday. Happy Schmonday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that money up, didn't we? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, shout out to the Nationals. I hope they prevail. Is the series tied now? It's tied 2-2. We yeah. won the first two games in Houston. They won the next two games. Yeah, it's been a homestand series so far. So Yeah, yeah. Well, the road team has been winning. That's it. It's Both been the games. other way. It's the other way around. I got that totally wrong, young. I got that <laughs> it's totally. A yeah, I got that. How did I fuck that up? Because I saw that anyway. That's crazy. I must have been high when I watched that. I said that out loud too. He said on camera too. Yeah. He meant high as in high spirit. I meant I meant high as in high on life. As yeah. In I had a lot of caffeine that yeah. day when I watched uh -huh. that broadcast. Yeah, we believe you. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> anyway, uh, shout hey, out. Hey, hey, me you need to bring us some damn edibles. Me, um, do your job. Yeah, stop playing because we can eat those on camera. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> um, shout out, shout out to the Nationals though, uh, hometown team. I hope they win it because then that just solidifies our stance as Title Town. Town. Last Indeed. year, the Capitals won the NHL Stanley Cup, and the Mystics lost in the finals. WMA yeah. finals because I played got hurt. This year the Mystics won the WMA finals yeah. and the Nationals are in the finals. Yeah. And me and JB a partner and kick back are in the finals for best yeah. podcast of the year. Yeah. Yo, title town, baby. Yeah. Playing with y'all. Playing with y'all. Speaking of playing, uh the NFL has been popping this year, new. I'm yeah. loving all of the action. Yeah, except, except your team. You love yeah, shut up. <laughs> Fuck up. Yeah, bring that Bama shit up. The Talk Washington football team. I'm not calling them the Redskins no more, JB. I'm not going to disrespect your ancestors. Thank I'm you. I'm referring to them as the Washington football team. The Washington football team. I'm sure a lot of us would prefer oh, that, shit. actually. His yeah. helmet came off. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, they ain't fucking around out there. This is a big Damn. game, too. We're, we're, uh, just so you know, the uh, what is this? Green Bay and Kansas City game is on. So we're going to let you guys get up out of here in a second. We wanted to go over some of the news as far as football. Um, so let's run through it real quick, JB. Who's your MVP so far? My MVP so far has got to be, well, I, I like, um, what's the name? Um, uh, well, actually, uh, uh, Tom Brady, actually. Um, okay. I, think, I think that um, there being 9-0, um, is playing into that, but um, you you had mentioned it earlier. He's not putting up the yards that he does season to season, but managing managing those games, doing what he needs to do in key moments, and having a nine and zero record is big for me. So I give eight, it to no, 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 don't don't give him extra. Extra games. They only ain't no Mr. Boston Harvard graduate. I did. I got an extra game, didn't yeah. I? Because they just went eight and zero today. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, uh, beat Cleveland, the yep. Browns. Um, my 
midseason MVP is probably going to be Aaron, Aaron Rodgers um, as he scores a touchdown right here. Um, his team is playing so much better. He's finally got some help on defense, which is making his job a little easier. Mm-hmm. And he's kicking ass with his yeah. at, at, at his position. There was a little drop off from him last year, right? For the last couple of years due to injuries and mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. But he's commanding that team. He's running the locker room. He's being a good leader. He's shouting out the defense. He's picking up his guys. And I think I'm gonna. Um, I think I, I I will pick him or Dak Prescott from the Cowboys. Solid, solid picks. I mean, despite the fact that the Cowboys struggled their last few games, they turned. Um, he's still been a consummate professional and been balling his ass off. Leading the NFL in QBR. Mm -hmm. And for most of the weeks, he was second in touchdowns to Patrick Mahomes. Right. So he's throwing more touchdowns than everybody else, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers included. He leads the league in QBR. More, you know, bigger and better than Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers combined. Like, he's doing it. But that skid we had is why I took him down a notch. Even though he played well. Yeah. The last game we lost, he had 400 and something yards. He had the second most yards of a Cowboy quarterback in the history of the Cowboys, and we lost. I want to say he had one bad game during your losing spell. He had that one really, really shitty game where he picked up like five points on fantasy that I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the week I lost to EJ. Yeah, was that the only game that he played poorly during that losing spell? or because? Yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah, yeah. I thought so. Because in the other games, though, Game with also Green Bay, he threw like two picks in the first quarter, but then he finished with 460 yards and like right. four touchdowns. Right, right. And, but we were just down by it was 31 3 at one point. Right. So, right. you know, it is, it is what it back. is. It is but what his it is. Numbers, his stats were, you know, overall were mm-hmm. pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm moving on, offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year for me, um, I'm, look, I'm looking at um, uh, uh, Deshaun. I always fuck up his name, Watson from the uh, Tex- Texans. Yeah, yep. yeah, he's he's, right. he's fourth in yards um, right now in the league. He's got fourteen touchdowns this year, and then I'm also um, I'm also looking at um, your boy uh, Omari Cooper has been playing extremely well mm-hmm. this year as well mm-hmm. from uh, from that re- wide receiver position, putting yep. up a lot of yards yep. this year, especially in the deep passes. You know, mm-hmm. so. Those are my two. Those are my two front runners for offensive player of the year. Me, I would um throw Dak out there because of the numbers, but I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench in this whole thing. Right now, I'm gonna give it to Dalvin Cook, running back for the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, that's a good pick. That dude. motherfucker, he's is killing balling, it right now. And I skipped him in every fantasy league because yeah. of how shitty he was last year. Yeah, he's this p- motherfucker is balling now. Blowing up the fantasy leagues all over the place, putting up hella points. He's probably number week. one, damn near. Yeah, week after week, he's just been a monster. You're right about that one. That's a solid pick, new. I, I like when you mentioned Amari Cooper, but I didn't, I couldn't put him in there because of the guy who I'm giving defensive player of the year at the okay. season awards. And that's the cornerback in uh, New Orleans. The guy who, who shut, shut Amari the fuck down. Mm-hmm. We shut everybody down. Not just Amari, but like that nigga. And I, I'm so, I feel so bad I can't remember his name. But um, the lead cornerback for the New Orleans Saints mm-hmm. is my pre- midseason pick for defensive player of the year. Yeah. Um, he's shutting everybody down. Nobody can get a pass off on him. And it's, it's, it's Dion esque, it's Revis Island esque. Yeah. It's Charles Woodson esque. Yeah. Champ Bailey esque. Like, That's this saying a lot. Is 
shutting shit the fuck down. That's saying a lot, man. And I give it to him, but if I had to give it to any, you know, if I could give it to one one player, I would give it to the New England Patriots defense. Yeah. They're, uh, they're doing better than the 85 Bears and that Baltimore Ravens defense with Ray Lewis. That's crazy. We'll see if they maintain it for a whole season. That's crazy. But if yeah. we're talking first half, they're on par to have better seasons than 85 fucking Bears, JB. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they've got at least one shutout this year, New. Um, they might have a second shutout yeah, this they, year. They have, they have um, I think today against Cleveland was the only game where someone scored one and one touchdown. So it's, it's crazy. That's bananas. My defensive player of the year this year, New, um, is going to be, I, I know it's a hometown thing, but uh, Dunbar, uh, defensive back for the Redskins, he's got four interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got four picks this year, New, playing extremely well from that cornerback position on a shitty team. I mean, our team is not good this year. Let's just call a spade a spade. We're not good. Um, in fact, I wouldn't even say our defense is great, but our defense is getting sacks and turnovers, and he's a big part of that. Um, second second goes to Khalil Mack, who's having another monster season, um, blowing shit up over there in Chicago, leading the team in tackles right now. And um, picking up strong sacks. I don't know how many sacks he has, but he's got a few. Um, so those are my two new. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, top two teams in the in each conference. How, um, in the NFC, I'm going with the Green Bay Packers, number one. And I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys, number two. Despite the 49ers and their great record, despite Seattle and what they're doing, despite, oh, fuck. I can't just say despite this next team. My two top teams in the NFC. I got I to gotta take my Cowboys out. It's Green Bay 1, New Orleans 2. Yeah, I was going to say um, you're forgetting about uh, New Orleans. And, um, yeah, that was a big one. And then the other one for me was it's not the, it's not the 49ers. Um, you mentioned Seattle earlier. That's who it was. Thank you for reminding me. Seattle. Um, Seattle is playing really, really strong this year. And with Russell Wilson playing lights out this year, I think they have a sleeper MVP pick. Yeah, yeah. They they have a really strong shot at doing something big in the playoffs. You know, they just need to get that offense together a little better. Um, I, I'd like to see a little more running out of them this year because Russell is doing a little too much right now, in my opinion, in terms of the Sa- Seattle yeah. formula. You know I what I'm saying? <laughs> in the AFC, JB, who you got? And the AFC, I mean, the AFC is a, I mean, it's got to be the Patriots because they're undefeated. You know, yeah. it kind of is what it is. But then there's quite a mix directly beneath them because yeah. the AFC West is ridiculous right yeah. now, young. No, no, We're, the NFC West. I'm sorry, the, the NFC, West. the NFC West. I'm sorry, I keep doing that. The NFC West is ridiculous right now. I mean, you've got. I'm talking you, about AFC. Who are you two AFC? Okay, teams? so sorry. Uh, wow. Wow, I'm fucking, I'm fucking up big time. Um, the AFC, um, the Patriots for me are number one, and then you gotta, and then you gotta look at Kansas City um, as, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have to put Kansas City in the number two spot. I, Kansas City would be uh, Patriots, of course. Yeah, and Kansas City would be number two. But without Patrick Mahomes, who will be back any week now, he, he could have played tonight. Yeah, he's they practicing. Kept him off precautionary. Exactly. So he's while he's out. I'm gonna switch my pick, so we don't have the exact same thing. And I'm gonna give it to Baltimore. Baltimore has been Ravens. playing well. Yeah, their defense is playing well. They yeah. just picked up 
Patrick Peters, um, cornerback that was in uh, with the Rams, and he's he's really a shutdown corner who had a rough start to the season, but he's playing well now that he's been traded to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson is having an MVP caliber season. Uh, Mark Ingram's running well. That young tight end they got is doing well. Yeah, they they got Antonio Brown's cousin Hollywood Brown. He's a rookie receiver playing well. I would go with uh, I would put money on Baltimore. Uh, yeah. Before I would put it on Kansas City, only because we don't know what's up with Mahomes yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a valid point. That's a valid point, Lou. Um, Baltimore has been playing well. The defense has been solid. Um, Lamar Jackson has. I mean, he turned everything around this year, young. Yeah, so. He didn't play for me this week, and I lost to you in fantasy because I ain't had my quarterback. <laughs> yeah. So, so me and JB in two different leagues. We got the partner and kickback league. And we got uh, the Clay League that we do with F. Mm-hmm. And then um, the Clay League, um, my, my best league, the league where I drafted with, 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 with my mind, um, I have an amazing team. And um, I lost one week that week that Dak had the little number that had Lamar Jackson on the bench. Dak and Lamar Jackson were number one and two in fantasy for like five weeks. Right. So I would just alternate the two based on the matchup. And one of the matchups, Dak gave me eight points. And I want – Lamar had like 50 on the bench. I wound up losing that game by one point. So I was totally salty about that shit. And um, I remember that week. That this was week, hilarious. Yeah, it was crazy. That's what we hope F move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this week, uh, me and JB are playing, and our game was back neck to neck, neck to neck. I'm up, he's up. I'm up, he's up. I'm up, he's up. And then um, that, that the 4 o'clock games was separated every night. <laughs> JB's yeah. like, pew. Yeah, um, in the clay league, I'm uh, I'm in the middle of the road right now. I think I still got a pretty good shot to make the playoffs because I'm scoring decent points. You know, I think yeah. I'm ranked like fourth in the league. Yeah, like I'm second in, in that league, third in scoring. So you know, I'm I'm well. No, I think I'm fourth on both, fourth in scoring and um on the record chart. Um, in our league, a pod named Kickback, I'm second. But I'm only like 80 or so points behind F in that league, so you know I got a pretty I'm good like shot in that. Fifth, but I won today. I beat. Uh, I'm beating Mel. Shout out to uh, So Mello. Um, indeed. If indeed. I if I win, I should be number four in that in that league. Right. Let's take a look at. This is live, everybody. This is breaking news. We'll see if I'm beating Mel on that. I am projected to win. Um, oh yeah. By 10 points. So. If all things it's hold, looking like I'm win. Mm-hmm. How many players y'all got left on? Uh, she has Sean McCoy. I have the kicker for Green Bay, Mason Cosby. She has Green Bay's linebacker. She has a linebacker and Lashawn McCoy, and I have just the kicker. But I'm already up by 18 points. Yeah. So it looks like I've scored more than she's projected to even get. Right. Right. So hopefully, Lashawn McCoy does not get a lot of yards. Yeah. And they're down by 14 points. Which means they're going to be passing. Which Indeed. means LaShawn McCoy may not get those points. Yeah. And that'll put me. That'll put me in four, in somewhere between third and fourth. Okay. And JB's in second in that league. Right. F is one. F having a year. He's number one already, yeah. in both leagues. And yeah. In, and in F's league, I'm in second place. I lost today. That'll keep me in second place. And JB, you're in six. And you might move up to. Mm-hmm. No, well, she, you you could move up to four mm-hmm. because EJ lost today. Yeah, so we'll, we'll both be in the playoffs. As, I, and, yeah, I think in both those leagues. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so let's get this let's get this done. New, um, your surprise teams this year. 
Um, my surprise team is the, the Buffalo Bills. Um, mm. I like what San Francisco did. I thought that they would be a little better. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I, I'm, I'm not convinced with them yet. Mm-hmm. I got to see more. Mm-hmm. Buffalo at 5-2 and two in the AFC out of nowhere. That is the biggest surprise to me. And I would say, uh, shit, I mean, it, it is, there's another team I want to shout out for the biggest surprise. And that would be, um, let's see. I'll say Atlanta. Atlanta at 1-7. and seven Yeah. Is a huge surprise to me. Indeed. I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? And I live in Atlanta. Like, we live here. And fucking the Falcons are 1-7. and seven. One and seven, dog. Yeah, that's bananas. That's ridiculous. And they were in a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, that's crazy. Um, the biggest, I mean, San Francisco. You got to shout them out just because that's, nobody expected them to do what they're doing this year. Are they still undefeated, or are they a one-loss team now? Uh, they are. Who they play today? They're, they're seven and zero as of right now. I don't remember who they played today. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, you know, um, they are a lot hotter than I think anybody they expected. They beat the Panthers. The Panthers were 7-1 until so they played the 49ers. Wow. The 49ers beat them 51-13. Jesus. Okay. Jesus. Let, me, let, let, me, let, me, let me change my <laughs> – I'm, I'm still going with Buffalo. But the 49ers are definitely impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, my my surprising disappointment is actually the Philadelphia Eagles, New. Um, they just got to 500 today. Um, but yeah, I did not expect them to be 500 right now, New. So that yeah. is a disappointment to me. Yeah. I hear that. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, any Super Bowl prediction? Anything you wanna you wanna jump on on the limb? Make any changes? What you thinking? Nah, I, I mean, I. I, th- I Who did you pick at the beginning of the season? Do you know? I don't remember. I know. I, I think I picked the Cowboys and Chiefs. I think. Yeah, I might have. I might have picked the Chiefs and the Rams. I don't. I don't. I honestly I was, don't. I would no. stick with my pick if Patrick Mahomes. I knew he was healthy. I knew he came back healthy, and I knew he would remain healthy. Mm. Um. I honestly think the Ravens have the offense to beat New England. New England is playing lights out defense, but they don't have to play against a running quarterback. quarterback. Exactly like, right. That's just a different dynamic that is hard to prepare for. You're absolutely right. Um, it is a different dynamic. Um and that's that's a good insight. Um I I gotta have to go with the Patriots because it's hard to bet against them in the AFC. Yeah, it um, is. In the NFC, in my opinion, it's a bit of a toss-up. Um, I think the Cowboys will probably wind up playing either the um, the Rams or or one of our two or one of our you know or the uh, Saints or the Packers. You know, um, in all likelihood, I think it's going to be the Packers. I think the Cowboys and the Packers are going to wind up playing in the championship game, and I think it's going to be the Packers. I think the Packers will prevail. So it'll be the Patriots and the Packers in the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Don't you count my? I just, I, I just you know, I, I, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I think the Packers defense can actually. I think the Packers defensive line can actually do some work against that Cowboys offense. Well, they did line. it. They already did it. But we, our offensive line was hurt. We were missing both. I know our they tackles. were. I know and they we were. We had both our tackles in the game. We're undefeated. 
Mark my words, Bucko. I think Our that's the boys matchup. Are going to the goddamn Super Bowl. I think that's the matchup we're seeing in the championship game, though, Young. Because I think I think that the Saints are going to fall apart in the playoffs. I really do. They, they, they've done it two years in a row. Even though it hasn't always been their fault, they've just had playoff debacle after debacle. Exactly. After debacle. Exactly. It's um, hard to trust the Saints in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, pretty good show, JB. I think it was a great show, dude. Hell we, yeah. Two for two. Two shows two two. back to back. We're going to get y'all a guest here. We can get, get, get somebody pretty on this sofa. Right. Which I can look at. Right. Uh, we just want to take a break from having guests for a little bit mm-hmm. because it was almost like we had a guest every fucking week. Yeah. I yeah. We were a little busy. Listen, as a women. <laughs> This show's like damn like the man cave. Like we had women that's on the shoulders. Yeah. Give me yapping their lips. I'm like, hold up now. Yeah, this and is shit, a couple weeks ago we had like 10 guests. <laughs> right. The whole polycule. So I'm like, shit. This is the man cave. You're absolutely right, dude. Absolutely right. Well, it was good. It was good to have some just some regular, you know, pod name kickback time. Yeah. Some new yeah. JB time over the waves, you know. I was that was good for a while, but it's time to get back into it and we need some more eye candy again. Ain't gonna be ready when we bring Tara on this joint. <laughs> White woman from Australia. Yeah. I ain't gonna be ready be, for that one. They're gonna be that, like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. What's going on now? That's gonna she, be a she, lot she's of fun. She's from Australia? Oh, yeah. That's gonna be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Another pa- uh, another fellow podcaster out there. Shout yeah, out to Actually Tara. doing her show this Tuesday. Indeed. And she'll indeed. be on with us in about two weeks. Yep. yep. So you, you, there you go. We get you some Australian eye candy. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Um uh good night and God bless y'all. Yeah. It's go. a pod name kickback. Uno, we out.